Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good, making us look as good as we possibly can. That's a tough job around She's these the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley Pickle. Howdy. How are you? I'm good. It's good. football. Like, talk about our first Mega Monday show, man. We are back, baby. And this is even like <laughs> Diet Mega Monday because yeah. uh, there was no college. Diet right? Mega Monday. It's Diet Mega Monday, but it's still Mega Monday. <laughs> Mega Monday, no sugar. Right. Exactly right. Coke zero sugar. Zero, it's, it's sugar, zero sugar. Mega uh, Monday. Mega Monday. <laughs> Today is Monday, August 30th, 2021. I did not look this up. It is 87 days since little Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to... Do you know anybody whose birthday it is? I know somebody whose birthday it is. It's happy birthday to... Oh, jeez. I don't know who any of these people are. I'm so old. Um, golly. Is it all TikTok stars? It's a lot of TikTok people. Uh, Michael Chiklis is is it's his birthday from the Shield. Happy birthday, Michael Chiklis. <laughs> sure. Today is episode <laughs> one thousand two hundred thirty. All right, big show today. Big, 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 big show today. First things first. Monday morning fallout. We're going to overreact to the to the uh, uh, football weekend as only we can. Then we've got the Ozarka team of the week. Then we'll be joined by the head coach of the Stephenville Yellow Jackets. The 1-0 Stephenville Yellow Jackets coach Sterling Doty will join us to talk about their big win on Friday night. Then we will announce the uh, Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominees presented by the Texas Bowl. Then we will roll out the official Dave Campbell's Texas Football Associated Press Texas High School Football Rankings. State rankings coming up here uh, at the back half of the show if you stick with us. So a big, big, big show. I was going to say, just a quick reminder that rankings do come out uh, for subscribers first. So yes. if you want to jump on that, texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Yes. So, uh, texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Ryan Smiga, William Dyson, Aaron Arbuckle, and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, my friends. Uh, if you missed the announcement in the pre-show, uh, we are bringing back the classic Football Friday app. 
So if you were extremely mad on Friday uh, because the app was down, I've got great news for you. Uh, we have brought back the classic Football Friday app. Uh, so it, there is an update waiting for you in your app store, whether it's Google Play or the Apple store. Uh, there is an update there to revert it to the classic Football Friday app. We heard you loud and clear. Um, someone was asking that the, it doesn't look like the update is available for them yet. Uh, I would assume pro- maybe just delete it and try re-downloading it. Yeah, maybe, or just give it a second. It's still, yeah. it's very fresh. Like literally I got my update at tw- like 1140 and it's 1204 right now. So it's like, give it a minute. It may take a, it may take a minute for it to refresh and reload, but I promise you there is an update. If it's not there yet, give it another 30 minutes or so and it will be there. So uh, the Football Friday, the classic Football Friday app is back. If you go to texasfootball.com, we've got more information on that. <clears throat> Boy, it's been a while since I did this. I, I feel know. like I'm a little bit out of practice. I think Sarah, are you going to scream at me? <clears throat> Let's see if I can do this. Pickle! <laughs> Pickle? Hit the air. It's time for Monday Morning Fallout. <laughs> We're back. It's back, baby, where we overreact to the football weekend. There is so much to overreact to. A lot. Week one of the Texas high school football season. Start with my three big thoughts. Thought number one, this is not 2020. There's a couple of reasons that I, I made this my big thought. The first one is... Let's talk a little bit about the elephant in the room, which is the cancellations, right? I think that people started seeing cancellations come down, cancellations of Texas high school football games come down uh, over the course of last week, and they started going, oh, no, here we go again. And, and I think we've tried to get out in front of this and let you know that there, was go- there were always going to be some cancellations. There were always going to be some games that were going to be canceled because the COVID-19 pandemic is still going on, right? Mm -hmm. But I also think it's important to recognize the context of this, which is last week we estimate, or last year rather, we estimate that about 12%, there were 12% fewer Texas high school football games than there were last year or the the year before, about 12%. In the UIL 11-man ranks, we were at about 4.5% cancellation, less than 5%. Might be a little bit more, 4.5, but around 4.5%, okay? A significant decrease from last year. Now, is 4.5% good? No. I would prefer it be 0%. I would prefer, prefer it be negative 1%. It can't be that way. I don't know how that works. But there would be... I don't be, think math works that way. I don't way. think that works that way either. <laughs> but recognize that in that, in that sense, it is not 2020. We are already ahead of the curve. And the fact that we are already playing this many games and we had everybody start on time mm-hmm. is itself a victory. Oh, yeah. So there's that. Continue to do your part. Go get vaccinated. All that jazz. But this is not 2020 in that regard. I would also say that this is not 2020 in the sense that in kind of watching Texas high school football um, across oh, over, the, over the weekend... I do feel like there was a little... I think you could tell that teams had an offseason. Yes, it was a lot more confidence walking out onto the field than I, question marks. I thought, there was a, I thought there was a better crispness mm-hmm. in week one than there was in week one 2020. Mm-hmm. I thought that the quality of play, which is always very good, but the quality of play, I think, was sharper. Mm-hmm. I think the quality of play was better. I think the quality of play was overall... 
um, and, and uh, overall a step forward. Oh, six and six. And that to me is represents a big leap from last year. I think too, from just a perspective of me like walking out onto a sideline to cover a game, I was a lot be, able to focus a lot more on the actual play in week one than I was last year trying to figure out. What do you do? Where can you go? Where? Mm-hmm. Who needs to have a mask on? Like it was just you were able to focus on the play a lot more yes. too. <laughs> Most certainly. So, my first big thought is that this is not 2020. Thought number two: context matters. Okay, and this is going to be something that we that we always struggle with in the early going, simply because look, it's it's early in the season, and you don't want to overreact to the. You don't want to overreact to the first week of Texas high school football, right? It's one game. And furthermore, I think especially this year, with some challenges that we're going to face, it's important to take things in context. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. We were sitting here watching the Carthage and Crosby game on Thursday night. And Crosby Crosby goes up 17 nothing. Carthage makes this huge comeback, ends up coming back and winning. Mm-hmm. And there may be some people, crazy people, who are like, whoa, hey, Carthage really on the ropes in that one. And they were. Mm-hmm. They were. But it's important to remember the context here, which is they were apparently without a number of starting offensive linemen, mm-hmm. and I believe they're down to their third string running back due to COVID protocols. Mm-hmm. Those types of contexts matter. And playing a bigger school. And playing a bigger school. That's another thing that's important in this one, is the bigger school element. Mm-hmm. Because I think we're going to roll out the 5A Division One rankings here at the back half of the show. And I think that I think that people are going to look at that and be like, "Whoa, a lot of losses there. A lot of teams that were losing, mm-hmm. right?" And it's true. But remember who they're playing. Yep. And make sure that we're not just going saying not not all losses and not all wins are created equal is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There's a context that has to go into this. That for example, I think people may be looking at Highland Park losing to South Lake Carroll and losing pretty handily and be like, "Oh man, what's wrong with Highland Park? Is this the year?" And I would I would I would urge you to remember that that is a top three 6A team. I was just going to say, the rankings of those teams play a lot in that, too. It's not just the classification, but it's the almost, I mean, elite of that classification. Yes, most certainly. Most certainly. And so as a result, um, and, and so as a result, what I would say to you is take into account the context of the game. Furthermore, like, let's also talk about games that were scheduled at the last second. Right? Mm-hmm. Games that were scheduled at the last second. One of the games that I thought was particularly interesting was Lumberton taking on Columbus. That game was scheduled at the last second. I mean, it's a great win for Lumberton. I also don't think that necessarily I bury Columbus in that. Right? No. Because the game was you scheduled. You don't get to prepare for you're, that. Right. You're, you're, the game was, I think they, they signed that game. I don't, you don't sign games. But they agreed to that game <laughs> like Thursday morning and then yeah. they played Friday night. So I think context, especially in the early going, really, really matters. Finally, thought number three. If you come at the king. So my Twitter feed blew up mm-hmm. on Friday night, as it often does. And it was great to see it light up. Yes. But there were some some outside visitors to my normal. Normally, I'm used to people coming to me and saying, Oh, he hates my team. I don't know what you got against Hamp Hill, but mm. <laughs> um, normally it's that. And I love that. Yeah. But we had some outsiders. We had some carpetbaggers coming in. You know who it was? Californians. Mm-hmm. Californians wanted to make sure that their chirping was heard. And yes. look, let's make sure we, we admit this. Modern day, the uh, the powerhouse from California mm-hmm. came to Duncanville and whooped up on them. They I mean, sure there's did. no 
That game started and it was over. There were no two ways about it. Modern day took Duncanville to the woodshed. So there's two things here. One, hey, congratulations to Modern Day. They're obviously an outstanding football team. Yeah. Great win. Great win. But they are not the same as a Duncanville. They are not the same as a North Shore. They are not the same as an El Paso America. They're not the same as a Rogers. Um, They are a private school Mm -hmm. that can offer scholarships to kids. Mm -hmm. And in many respects, they are a bit of a California all-star team. Mm-hmm. And I don't begrudge them that. They pl- they p- operate within the rules of California, and they do it well. And they are a, a fantastic football team. I take nothing away from them. But I think that it's a little bit disingenuous to look at this and say, well, obviously, Texas high school football ain't the best. I think that's a little bit disingenuous because mm-hmm. we're talking about different rules. Furthermore, I'd add another thing to this. My argument has never been that Texas high school football should sweep every game that they play. My position has also never been that if you put the best team in Texas against the best team in Ohio or the best team in Michigan or the best team in California or the best team in Florida or Georgia or Pennsylvania or Virginia or wherever, that the team from out of state doesn't have a chance. In fact, I think that the top, if you were to match up the top 10 teams in Texas against the top 10 teams from elsewhere in America, Texas would probably split it. They may even lose that series. Plain and simple. But the difference, and the reason that Texas high school football is the king, is that the depth here is unmatched. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, 1 through 10, maybe Texas is going gonna, is gonna to get beat 6 games to 4. 11 through 20, probably going to win that series. 21 through 30, starting to get into no contest territory. Mm-hmm. That's where we're talking about this. So the depth here is is what I've always said is what sets Texas high school football apart. Of course, modern day is a fantastic high school football team. Of course they are. No, no. Cr- you Bishop don't get Gorm- to offer Bishop- scholarships and not be a good football team. Bishop Gorman's a fantastic high school football team. Northwestern mm-hmm. in Florida is an awesome high school IMG. football team. Yeah. IMG in Florida is an awesome high school football team. There's some, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, is it Steubenville? There's a team in Steubenville, Ohio, that's really good. There's a, like, there are these brand names from across the, the country. Texas does not have a monopoly on great Texas high school football teams, but they do have the most of them. That's my point. So if you come at the king, you best not miss. Moderated miss on Friday night. Congratulations mm-hmm. to them. Still take Texas over pretty much anyone else. Texas over everyone. Three helmet stickers. A helmet sticker to Corpus Christi, Cal Allen running back Epi Hinojosa. Big game for the Wildcats on yeah. Friday night, and he went off. 20 carries, 313 yards, and a pair of touchdowns rushing for the Wildcats in their big win over Gregory Portland. A helmet sticker. Do you know college football is back? College football's back. And did you know that the UTEP Miners are 1-0? Season. The undefeated UTEP Miners <laughs> winning the, winning the, uh, the Battle of I-10. As they take down New Mexico State, 30-3. to Big reason why was Jacob Cowing. Five catches, 158 yards, and a touchdown receiving. A career high for Jacob Cowing. He gets a helmet sticker. And a helmet sticker. C-O-C-O-P-C-O-P-P-E-L-L. Coppell Cowboys. <laughs> Wide receiver Dylan Nelson. Seven catches, 246 yards, and three touchdowns receiving. A helmet sticker for Monsieur Nelson. Three teams to watch. El Paso Riverside. Yeah. Okay. 
They played El Paso High on Friday night, and I want to be clear that I think Riverside was the favorite in this game. It's a 4A over a 5A, but I do think that Riverside was the favorite in this one. But the way that they did it was awfully impressive, absolutely blowing them out. They got a huge game from running back Jose Guardado. Uh, Riverside, if you're looking for a team to dream on in El Paso to make a deep run because they're in 4A Division One. Keep an eye on the Rangers of Riverside. I'm very interested to see what they do. So uh, keep an eye on them. Clear Falls. Mm -hmm. Clear Falls. Talk about a debut. They looked absolutely spectacular in their season opener, taking down Pearland Dawson 31-7. They were outrageously good in this game, uh, and I thought that their defense most especially uh, really showed out. Uh, That is very impressive. Keep an eye on Clear Falls. And a team to watch... Beckville. Yeah. <laughs> Beckville beats Joaquin uh, in what was a fantastic game. Uh, you know, that was, a, a, you know, down there in that region three of 2A Division One. We, we've, we're always wondering who that team is going to be, who's mm-hmm. the team. But they go and they beat Joaquin 50-39. to 39. That was a statement. And let me tell you, they get 251 yards and three touchdowns from Jacoby Williams, their running back. They threw the ball relatively effectively as well. The defense came up with key stops. Big high-scoring sco- high offense there. Beckville, keep an eye on them. Very excited about what they can do. Three to C. It's our first full weekend of football in the state of Texas coming up here. Let's start with, I think, a game Pickle's going to be at. I will be. Euless Trinity at Austin-Westlake. Talk about a Tasty. firefight. Tasty. A rock fight. Two teams that are absolutely going to take sledgehammers to one another. Euless Trinity and Austin West, like that's going down Friday night at Shap Stadium. Huge game in Houston. This gets me hyped. Texas Tech against Houston. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, huge game out of the gate for two coaches who really need a signature win. Oh, yeah. Matt Wells and Dana Holgerson both need a signature win. Excited to see what goes down at NRG Stadium. Excited uh, in to Houston. see uh, Shug. Tyler yeah, Shug. Tyler Shug. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see him. Um, how this Texas Tech offense looks? Can the defense take a step forward? What does Houston look like? Um, especially, can they figure? Can they take that next step forward? Do they have a culture in their it's program be yet? Very interesting <laughs> to see Texas Tech and Houston. And finally, Wellington and New Deal. Yeah, New Deal looked very good in their opener. Wellington went across the Oklahoma border and dropped it to. Duncan, I want to say. Uh, so their own one, uh, anxious to get back on the good foot, but a fantastic small school matchup there. That is three to see. That is Monday morning fallout. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with Ozarka, is proud to honor one team from each classification with the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. The teams selected throughout the course of this program have exemplified the best in Texas high school football. Your Week 1 Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Week in 6A Converse Judson. The Rockets made last year's season opening lopsided loss to DeSoto seem like a distant memory, getting four total touchdowns from quarterback Michael Burrows and a 35-28 win. In 5A, Lamar consolidated. The Mustangs held Richmond Foster to just 176 yards and forced three turnovers as they stunned the Falcons. 21-14, snapping an 11-game losing streak and avenging last season's 79-7 loss to Foster. Goodness. In 4A, the Ducks of Taylor 
Coach Brandon Houston's <laughs> debut was a sparkling one for the Ducks, snapping a 21-game losing streak with an emphatic 32-13 win over Robinson. In 3A, Quitman. Yeah. It had been nearly three full calendar years since the Bulldogs found the win column, but that all changed on Friday night as the Bulldogs beat Cumbie 23-6 to snap a 28-game losing streak and give Quitman its second win in 73 games. Congratulations to the Quitman Bulldogs, our 3A team of the week. In 2A, Stratford. In a matchup of Panhandle Powers, quarterback Cody Rennie ran for, in for the game-winning score in the waning seconds as the Elks stunned Spearman 29-22. In 1A, Southland. After forfeiting their final four games of the 2020 season due to low numbers, the Eagles won their first game since November 8th, 2019, with a victory over Cotton Center. And the private school ranks, Marble Falls Faith. Yeah. In one of the most stunning upsets of the opening week of the season, the Flames jumped out to a 34-14 halftime lead and never looked back, taking down perennial six-man power Richland Springs, 62-34. to So those are your Ozarka Fueled by Nature teams of the week in 6A Converse Judson and 5A Lamar Consolidated. In 4A Taylor and 3A Quitman and 2A Stratford and 1A Southland and the private school ranks Marble Falls Faith. Congratulations to all the schools. We salute you for more information visit texasfootball.com. I got pumped when I saw that Marble Falls score. I'm not going to lie. Amazing. I was like, Crazy. I, because that's obviously right in my backyard. And yeah. I looked at it. I texted my dad. I said, holy cow. He goes, yeah, I saw the Richland Springs bus there. I didn't realize they were playing. <laughs> Coming up in just a moment, we'll hear from Stephenville coach Sterling Doty. But first, a word from our sponsor. From Now On is a proud sponsor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and your school's one-stop shop for community connection. Simplify your athletic communications with From Now On. Their FanX platform gives schools at all levels of the game a one-stop shop mobile experience that makes driving communication, creating engagement, and generating revenue easy. From Now On helps connect your school community with everything they need to win on game day. Schedules, streams, digital tickets, real-time notifications, and more. Learn more by visiting their website at from-now-on.com or follow them on Twitter or Instagram at fromnowonexp. From- let's go to the hotline. <clears throat> and let's see if we can go out to the big country to talk with the head coach of the 1-0 Stephenville Yellow Jackets, Coach Sterling Doty. Coach, how are you? How you doing well, guys? Uh, thanks so much for, for joining us. How are things in beautiful Stephenville, Texas? Hey, it's going well. It's going well. I appreciate y'all having me on. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your Yellow Jackets going uh, uh, starting off the season with a bang with a big win over over Sweetwater. Uh, I, I know that starting the season off on the good foot is, is always important out there. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in what you saw from your guys on Friday night that, that has you excited. Yes, sir. You know, a, a big win for us here to open it up at home. Uh, I thought uh, we had faced adversity for the first time in the season, so that, that was that was good for us to overcome that. It's a close game at halftime. We were able to take the lead. There was about a minute left in the, in the second quarter uh, to go up 21-13 and then uh, had the ability to come back out after half and, and receive the opening kickoff and were able to – Take it in and score on that first drive, and defense came out and got a three and out, and uh, deep snapper punted over their head. And at that point, uh, we we took all the momentum, and uh, you know we went ahead and cashed it in for for a huge second half there. But so just proud of our guys of, of capitalizing on that moment there. 
And, uh, you know, we just got to keep getting better and better every week. Well, and I, I want to ask you a little bit about this because this was a real tight game at halftime. And, and Sweetwater looked like things might be turning the tide in, in, in their favor. I'm interested what your message to your guys at halftime was to, to spark them to uh, outscoring, the, uh, outscoring the Mustangs 30 to nothing in the second half. Well, you know, it's, it's a simple message. Uh, just, just go out there, believe in yourselves, believe in what we're doing, and, and play hard. And uh, everything else will take care of itself. Uh, we, we were doing some really good things there in the first half. Uh, we, we stalled out there, two back-to-back drives, hurt us off offensively on some execution, and, and maybe, you know, we could have got them in a little bit better uh, situation to be successful. And then on the defensive side of things, uh, you know, Sweetwater, Holsey, that quarterback over there, an experienced group, eight coming back on defense, five coming back on offense. I, I know you guys thought highly of them uh, as well uh, as we did going into it and, and, and coming out of it. Uh, you know, took advantage of some double moves and, and, and some uh, inexperience there in the secondary. Um, but our guys really were able to hone in and just focus on doing their job. And that first Friday night, it's, uh, it's real easy to, to, to get wide-eyed and start looking at the big picture. And so we just challenge our guys just to focus on, on doing their job and, and uh, keeping it all in perspective. Well, one, working as 11 out there on the field. Talking with Sterling Doty, the head coach of the Stephenville Yellow Jackets here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation in hashtag TF Today. Coach, um, all eyes at, at, at Stephenville are always under center. And, and you got you had a guy going out there in Ryder Lambert um, that I know there were some some choices to make it as to what you know what the, the what to do at quarterback. You had a great player in Coy Eakin, et cetera, et cetera. Ryder Lambert gets a call. Sure looked like he was awful sharp in his in his season debut. Uh, what can you tell us about your new signal caller uh, there with the Yellow Jackets? Yes, sir. You know, we, we've been blessed here since I've been back. The last three seasons have some really good quarterbacks. It's, as Stephenville has the history of doing, um, you know, and so had a, had a great little competition this spring, and, 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 and Ryder uh, was the one that we went with, and, and, and Coy had, had a great night at receiver, scoring three touchdowns and big-time playmaker and for us on the outside and played running back as well. Had, had I think, three carries for about 50 yards, so he's a dynamic playmaker, and uh, Ryder just did a really good job of running our offense, getting the ball in the hands of, of our guys on the outside. Reese Elson had another good night. And then, you know, we, we had uh, four guys with over, over 50 yards rushing, including Ryder and our two running backs and Coy, like I mentioned before. And so our offensive line did a good job of uh, controlling the line of scrimmage and, and really uh, capped it off there in the second half uh, with scoring on, on every possession. Uh, on the defensive side, um, it was a, a you know that was that's an explosive Sweetwater attack, and you guys were able to hold them mostly in check. And I know a, a lot of that comes down to uh, to the leadership you've got over there, especially your you know your linebacker Reese Young. Uh, this is a guy who uh, I know you've been effusive in your praise of him, and, and I know that people have, have noticed uh, what he, what he does. Uh, what exactly does Reese Young, your star linebacker, bring to this team? I tell you what, just a lot of leadership. He's he's definitely the leader of the the War Dogs, our defensive unit over there, and uh, energy and just plays with great effort. And then you add in just his explosiveness and strength as as being the man in the middle there, at our middle linebacker. Um, he he just had, does a great job of of getting our guys to to rise up to the occasion, and we feel really good about our defensive line. And uh, where we're headed with that with that group, uh, we're playing fast and physical and. And then, you know, our back end's growing up every day, and, and uh, they did some things uh, really well to hold that uh, explosive offense in check there, uh, you know, especially about 
the last two and a half quarters, really. Um, they did they did a really good job. Uh, and you know you're you're there in your third season there with with the Yellow Jackets, and I know that uh, you know you are uh, you're an alum. You the Stephenville is home for you. Uh, you know this program well, but you know being in the big chair is different. What maybe do you know about this job now that maybe when you took this job back in 2019 that you didn't know? Oh, I think no matter where you're at, uh, there, there's going to be pressure. And, uh, you know, there's no pressure than, than the man that uh, you look in the mirror every day. And, and so I think it's all, I think it's all internal. And, and, and we just focus on the process. And we focus on a, a windshield mentality of, of going out and focusing on the future. We're going to learn from, from that rear view and, and, and get better from it. But we're going to move on pretty quick and, and get ready for the next one. So I, I think you talk to any coach and – and uh, man, we're just so caught up in, in the moment, the climb, uh, this 2021 uh, football team, and that, that we're all excited about all of our groups right now, and and uh, we just can't wait to to progress and and go through the season. Uh, well, the next stop is Everman, Texas. Uh, you guys will take on the Everman Bulldogs at JEMR Stadium. This game going down uh, seven o'clock on Friday. Um, I know you you're already deep in game prep for for the Bulldogs, and I'm not going to ask you to give away your game plan. But when you take a look at what you're up against on Friday night uh, with Everman, what do you see? Man, I tell you what, uh, offense and defensive lines are extremely physical. They get after you. They got some really good size over there. Um, accompanied with uh, really good skill players. I mean, their their sophomore quarterback, number four, first play against Heritage, who's you know they're mm-hmm. four by one. They're down the state track meet, so Heritage got some speed too. That 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 sophomore quarterback took it to the house on on the first play from scrimmage, and uh, so you know he's explosive. They got a couple good running backs, and you know some dangerous uh, weapons. And uh, it's it's not only his legs. Uh, that he can beat you with, but the quarterback can can throw the ball as well. They got good quick game and and, and good deep ball game, so that'd be a challenge for for our defense going out. And then, you know, uh, offensively, it'll be all about our offensive line versus their defensive line and our ability to to get the ball out to our guys. He's Sterling Doty. He's the head coach of those one and O Stephenville Yellow Jackets. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the big win there on Friday night, and go get him this Friday. Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate all you'll do for high school football. There you go, Sterling Doty, head coach, Stephenville Yellow Jackets, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Impressive win. You know, Sweetwater was a team that, that you know, not was, is a team we, we really have high hopes for. And, you know, they were able to hold, hold Leo Holsley, Holsey, Holsley, Holsley, Holsey, the, the quarterback for, for for Sweetwater, relatively in check. Uh, that was really impressive because, you know, we like we think of Stephenville, we think of like these high-flying offenses, you mm-hmm. think of our Bryles, you think of these like the spread and stuff like that. And, and to me... In a lot of ways, what 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 makes a great Stephenville team not just a good Stephenville team, but a great Stephenville team is their defense, mm-hmm. and what they were able to do makes me think that things are trending in the right direction there for for, for yeah. the Yellow Jackets. And they're going to need it if you take a look at their schedule. Oh, I mean, for sure. that that defense is I mean, going to come in hand almost more than friends. maybe the yeah. offense. Well, I mean, yeah, they've got they got Everman, Salado, Abilene, Wiley, and then you get in the district <laughs> right with La Vega, Midlothian Heritage, and and, and Brownwood. Brownwood and stuff. So you know that defense is going to have to stop some quick plays there. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're going to be facing a variety of different challenging offenses. So the fact that that defense has faced a big time offense and come out on the other end in a, in a positive way is very encouraging. And, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't know when, when Sterling Doty left Magnolia to go to Stephenville, that was one of those moves that he's going to a small classification, mm-hmm. but, but Stephenville is, you know, 
It's 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 home. He's an alum. It, it was it was it was really cool to see him going back there, and, and I'm I'm excited to see him have some success there. So uh, appreciate Sterling Doty popping on with us. We are at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com. Oh, I should probably tell people to subscribe, right? Yep, you should do that. You should subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Solid sales pitch. Man, we're getting good at this. I did it. Look at me. I'm sales Man, guy. we're getting good I'm at sales this. Guy. It's me, sales guy. <laughs> I did it. Pickle. Craziness. <clears throat> Dave Campbell's Texas Football in conjunction with the Texas Bowl is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday. Every, every Monday. Every Monday. TexasFootball.com. <laughs> week one for everybody. TexasFootball.com will <laughs> announce 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it up to you. Voting at TexasFootball.com. Voting closes each Friday at noon with the winner being announced right here on Texas Football Today shortly thereafter. And let me let me just preface this, okay? Y'all got to chill. And what I mean by that is <laughs> y'all high school football players got to chill. You're going wild. Step sent me, this is true, 21 nominees that I had to winnow down to 10, okay? Yeah. I had to leave a 300-yard rusher off this list. That's insane. I had to leave a guy who th- who caught for 247 <laughs> yards receiving off this list. Good Lord. This was a ridiculous week. And it's week of one. Performances. <laughs> okay? Ridiculous. Here are your 10 nominees for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week for week one. San Antonio Southside run quarterback Richie Torres, 13 of 17, 302 yards, and eight touchdowns passing. For Richie Torres, the quarterback at San Antonio Southside. Also for Mr. Texas Football, Tyler Jones, the quarterback at Tyler Chapel Hill, goes 13 of 16 for 330 yards and three touchdowns passing. He ran for 50 yards in a score. He also had a 45-yard punting average just for fun. Ferris running back Derek Willis carried the ball 24 times for 320 yards and four touchdowns, added 19 yards receiving as well. This one's ridiculous. Dangerfield quarterback and linebacker D. Lewis. 15 of 19, 367 yards and three touchdowns passing. Okay? 39 yards and a touchdown rushing. Okay? Stop calling me. 39 yards and a touchdown rushing. Seven tackles and a 47-yard pick six. Yeah. Sure, man. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Dangerfield quarterback and linebacker D. Lewis. I told you guys this is a ridiculous week. (laughs) Quarter, uh, Shamrock quarterback Drew Alexander threw for 462 yards and four touchdowns. This is the standard we're having here, guys, this week. Lubbock Christian quarterback Bax Townsend, 18 of 24, 246 yards and four touchdowns, 101 yards and three touchdowns rushing for Bax Townsend, the Lubbock Christian quarterback. Newton running back DeAnthony Gatson carried the ball 32 times for 325 yards and four touchdowns on the ground. Cool. El Paso Jefferson quarterback and defensive back Nathan Alcala. 16 of 25, 235 yards and three touchdowns passing. 35 yards and a touchdown rushing. Four tackles, two tackles for loss, two interceptions, and he returned one of those interceptions for a touchdown. Is there anything he didn't do? Oh, my God. Staying in El Paso, El Paso Riverside running back Joseph Guardado, or Jose Guardado, rather. 16 carries, 303 yards, four touchdowns rushing. He had three catches for 68 yards and a touchdown through the air. I told you, it's a ridiculous week. And finally, 
Ugh. This man popped off. Bridgeland quarterback Connor Wigman. Maximum Bears. 23 of 33, 358 yards and five touchdowns passing, 104 yards and two touchdowns rushing, and he caught a 47-yard touchdown pass. All on national TV. No big deal. (laughs) There they are, your week one. Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominees. You can vote now on TexasFootball.com. Whew. That's... Okay. Ridiculous, that, I know. That was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous, you people. You people. What do you mean, you people? I mean these high school football <laughs> players. You people. Can't one of y'all just, like, run for, like, 98 yeah. yards or something? <laughs> Golly, everybody has to go crazy. Pickle... Dave Campbell's Texas Football is the present is the official rankings provider of the Associated Press for the Texas high school football rankings. These are the official Texas high school football state rankings. We will, of course, roll these out every Monday here on TexasFootball.com. Subscribers can see them early uh, on th- on and not wait. They can get them on Monday morning. But without further ado, these are technically the week two rankings. But mm. here are the official. Dave Campbell's Texas Football Associated Press, Texas High School Football State Rankings for Week 2 of the Texas High School Football season. We start in Class 6A, where? Fair amount of change here. Uh, Austin, Westlake, Katie, Galena Park, North Shore, uh, uh, or rather, uh, South Lake Carolina, Galena Park, North Shore, all winners. Uh, up a spot is uh, is Umbla Tascacita, uh, a team that we've got very, very high hopes for. They were a team that looked awfully good in their opener. So they uh, move up a spot. A little bit of churn there at the bottom. We had some changes uh, around there. Uh, but one thing to keep an eye on elsewhere as far as movers are concerned. Um, let's see. Uh, Duncanville drops from 9 to 5. Or I'm sorry, from 5 to 9, rather, with their loss to Modern Day. Uh, also, uh, Arlington Martin with their loss to Lake Travis drops from 9 to 14. Uh, up a couple of uh, key movers. Converse Judson up 6 spots to number 17 with their win over DeSoto. Sybil of Steel up 3 spots there. Two new uh, comers to the rankings. Number 22, Fort Bend Ridgepoint. 41-13 win over Pearland. Very impressive. They check in at number 22. And number 24, Clear Falls. Their 31-7 win over Pearland. Dawson impresses enough to get them up into the top 10, or top 25. To 5A we go. Where 5A Division 1... Okay, 5A Division 1 was, was chaos, guys. I'm just going to be honest. 5A Division 1 was a little bit of chaos, and it's hard to parse. So let's talk a little bit. Let's talk through it a little bit, okay? We had five teams that lost in the top 10 last the last week. Uh, College Station moves up with their really impressive win over Hutter. They're up to number two. We dropped Manville one spot with their three-point loss to uh, to Dickinson. Highland Park stays the same at number four. Uh, I think that losing to a top three South Lake Carroll team probably keeps you in the top five, in my opinion. Colleyville Heritage, big mover. Their uh, impressive win on Ballet Sports Southwest over Grapevine moves them up to number five. Frisco Lone Star's big win over uh, San Antonio Cornerstone moves them up to number six. Longview drops from number five to number seven with their blowout, last, or blowout loss to uh, Longview. Uh, Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial drops a spot as they had to survive Alice. Uh, new to the rankings, Amarillo Tascosa, big win over Abilene. They check in at number nine. Cedar Park drops from number six to number 10 with their big loss to 6A Austin Vandergrift. Over in 5A Division Two is much more chalky. Top three were all winners. Alito, Fortpin, Marshall, and Lucas Lovejoy. Liberty Hill, I don't know if you saw this one. They lose their opener to Killeen Ellison 12-7. to We drop them from 4-10. to uh, Lubbock Cooper, uh, Huntsville is, uh, despite being Idle gets to move up a spot. Lubbock Cooper up a spot. Ennis up a spot. Leander Rouse up two spots. And new to the rankings, AM Consolidated, who check in at number eight with a blowout win over Waco University. 
go to 4A in Texas high school football rankings where we will find uh, a little bit of chalk here, but we did lose the number three team uh, in the state uh, dropping out of the rankings as Melissa loses to Salina. Uh, as a result, Argyle and Corpus Christi Callen remained in one and two. Everyone else moves up a spot. El Campo, Waco, La Vega, uh, Austin, LBJ, and Paris each up a spot. Kilgore up two spots with a win over Nacogdoches. Uh, Midlothian Heritage up two spots with a win over Everman. And two newcomers to the rankings. Number nine, Tyler Chapel Hill checks in with their big win over Greenville and Corpus Christi Miller back into the top ten with a win over Corpus Christi Ray. Over in 4A Division 2, a little bit of chalk here. Westward Strzok drops a a tough one to Nederland. That drops them from number six to four. Elsewhere, everything else relatively unchanged. Carthage, Gilmore, Wimberley, uh, Pleasant Grove, and Salina round out the top five. Uh, Sinton up a spot to number ten. New to the rankings, Cuero, the Gobblers, the number 10 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, thanks to their big win over Lavernia. Let's check in over at 3A Pickle, where uh, we the number three team in the state, Gladewater, loses to 4A Gilmer. We drop them from number three to number five. The big mover for me was Grandview. Grandview jumps from number seven to number four by once again victimizing Ma- poor Malikoff. Uh, that mm. Malikoff should be 0-1, by the way, on that on that graphic. That's that's my bad. I sent that to you wrong. Um, uh, Malikoff drops from number se- uh, five to number seven. Uh, Pilot Point up a spot with a win over Plainview of uh, Oklahoma. Lorena down one spot with a loss to with a narrow lost to uh, number one in 3A Division 2, Franklin. And new to the rankings, the number 10, Yoakum Bulldogs. Winners over Palacios, 53-6. to 3A Division 2 now, where the top seven are actually unchanged, and then it's absolute chaos. Franklin, Gunner, Canadian, uh, Wascom, Newton, Childress, and Holiday, all winners, all very impressive. And three newcomers at the bottom of the rankings. Number 8, West Rusk, number 9, Abernathy, and number 10, Poth. Check in in the 3A Division 2 rankings. To number two we go, where top seven, Chalky. Refurio, Shiner, Timpson, Crawford, uh, Cisco, Mason, and New Deal, all winners. They remain the same, one through seven. Uh, Hawley up a spot with their win over Roscoe. Lindsay up a spot with their win, big win over Era. They were one of the highest scoring teams of the state, uh, the state this week, 71-12. Mm-hmm. to 12. And new to the rankings, big win over Joaquin, the Beckville Bearcats, the number 10 team in 2A Division One. Over to 2A Division Two, we go. We're a little bit of change up here. Wellington loses to Duncan, Oklahoma. 26 to 16. We dropped them from number three to number two. Defending champ Winthorst uh, is the beneficiary there. They leapfrog them. Everything else relatively the same. Vega moves up a spot with their win over Amarillo Highland Park. And new to the rankings, the El Dorado Eagles, who beat San Saba Armadillos 42 to 20 to check in at the top 10 there at the number 10 spot. To six-man football we go, where there was a few different changes here because they all kind of played each other. May was awfully impressive with their win over Borden County. 51 to 6. They move up a spot while Borden County drops from 2 to number 4. Rankin defeats defending 1A Division 2 state champion Balmaray. That jumps them up to number 3 as well. 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10, all the same. Jonesboro, Blum, Lakey, Abbott, and Spring Lake Earth. 1A Division 2. We also had a similar change here. Richland Springs drops a, a, a bit of a head scratcher to Marble Falls Faith. We drop them from number 2 to number 3. Strawn uh, is the beneficiary there. They move up after their win over White Deer. Uh, Balmeray drops to number 4 to number 5 uh, with their loss to Rankin. Groom drops from number 5 to number 7 with their loss to Happy. But the top 10 is the same 10 teams, just a little bit of shuffle. 
to the private school ranks where there was a big shakeup in the private school ranks. Number one and number two remain the same. Austin Regents and Dallas Parish Episcopal. Uh, but then we bump up Dallas Christian to number three after their win over Bishop Lynch. And two newcomers, Plano Prestonwood, into the rankings with a win over Frisco Legacy Christian. And Houston Kincaid. There was no SPC championship last year, but they did go undefeated, and they are off with a bang with a big win over number three Houston Second Baptist, 21-14. They are now number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And the 11-man six, or the six-man ranks, total chaos. Number one Fredericksburg Heritage loses to San Marcos Academy, 44-32. Congratulations to San Marcos Academy. That drops him from number one to number four. The new number one team in the private school ranks, Waco Live Oak, up to number two. Lubbock Kingdom Prep, by being idle, moves up two spots. Austin Veritas beats Williamson County Homeschool. New to the rankings, number five, the Texas School for the Deaf. Big winners over Joshua Johnson County, 57-40. to 40. They enter at the top five. So you can find all these rankings at texasfootball.com slash rankings. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, of course, the official Texas High School Football Rankings Provider of the Associated Press. There you have it. That's a lot of talking. Yes. It's always a lot of talking. <laughs> Mondays you know. are back. Exactly. <laughs> Mondays are back, baby. And it's good to be back. Yes, it is. Now let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, let's hit this one more time for I'll oh, be understanding you're here. Just joining for, us? Yeah, for people who joined late, the classic app is back. We we heard you. We made the changes and the classic app is back. Um, there has been confirmation that if your update button isn't working, just delete the app and then re-download it and it'll go okay. back to the classic app. So thank you, Tony Blaylock, for, for letting us know that that does work. Yes. But um, yeah, it, it's back. And so happy apping to yes. you. So the, is that a, um, is so that a the, verb? Yes. So the, uh, <laughs> the, classic, uh, the classic Football Friday app is back. We are bringing it back. Um, I've, I've mentioned this off the top, but I'll say it again. And continue to work behind the scenes. This doesn't mean we're just going to like leave it be. Uh, let me let me make sure I'm not scaring you guys. We want to continue to make this to to refine it and make this an even better app. We will reach out to you know users and see what you want, what you don't want, and things like that. Um, we will continue to work behind the scenes to streamline things and to make things even better and make things faster and, and things like that. Uh, but we don't want to change the the guts of the app. We don't want to change the ethos of the app. The number one thing is that the app's got to work, mm-hmm. and and the the app the the classic Football Friday app, uh, you guys love it, you guys know it, you guys are comfortable with it. It's very important that you guys that it works and that you're comfortable with it. The uh, the the new app did not do that, uh, and so as a result, we're bringing back the classic app uh, to uh, to give you the give you the Texas high school football score experience that you want. Uh, we apologize if you want to read my apology. It's on TexasFootball.com. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote one out. Uh, but uh, we apologize because it, it, you know, we know we let you down. We know we let you down. Yeah, and we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that because here's the thing. We don't feel good about it. No. I promise you that. It stinks. It stinks. Um, so we want to give you what you want, and so we're bringing back the classic Football Friday app. You can update it in your – you don't have to download a new app. It's the same, it's the same mm-hmm. app place, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, there should be an update in the Google Play Store or in the if, Apple App Store. Yeah, the only reason you would need to download it is if the update wasn't working yes. for you. Um, the other thing is, too, if you know of, of other people that are using the app, go ahead and shoot them a text or an email or, or however you're going to communicate with them. Help us get this word out yes. to other people so that our mentions can take a break and a breath for a minute. Yes. <laughs> help us Help us let everyone know that the old one is back and that we're good to go and it's happy football season, please. Yes. So there you go. Uh, we're sorry. We have rolled back. We brought back the classic Football Friday app. 
uh, because we want you to be happy. Yeah, everyone go back to loving on Matt Stepp. <laughs> Give yeah, that really. man a break. He That was not okay. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. <laughs> Y'all need to go back to loving Stepp. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Sterling Doty, the head coach of yeah. the Stephenville Yellow Jackets, for being our guest. We're Ashley Pickle. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for another Two Giants ways. show. Text football today. <laughs> Thank you.